Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks a lot for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We had a giveaway not too long ago. Jeff, has that person claimed his prize yet? No, I have not heard from him. We have not heard from the Goose Slammer. Yep. Goose so. Slammer needs to holler at me at stanfieldhunting.com, goose at westtex.net. He won the birthday giveaway, whatever the hell you want to call it. Four people, two mornings of dove hunting, or two days of dove hunting here at the Big Honker Lodge. So, Goose Slammer, get a hold of us. All right, this podcast is brought to you by the best silhouette on the market, Dive Bomb Industries. You need to get your hands on them because they do not last. They sell out very, 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 very quickly. You need to go to DiveBombIndustries.com today. We'll have Asher on in a couple of weeks and go over some new product they got coming out. Ooh, new products. So, uh, yeah, do not wait around on this because you will look up. It's going to be the season before you know it. You better jump on them, and you better jump on them in a hurry. They're the best. They pack up nicely. They they're durable. They look great. They you know if you're in if you're in a situation where you got to walk in and out a lot, you need dive bombs. You need to get the bags. Easy peasy. Can't beat them. Can't beat the price. So go to Dive Bomb Industries. Brought to you also by 737 Duck Calls. Duck Calls made in Oklahoma. Blown all over the United States and Canada. Great duck call. Uh, that's what I blow. And if Big Daddy blows it, you should blow it too. That's 737DuckCalls.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. They're changing the game. Bismuth, way to go. Heavier shot, travels further, keeps the velocity. They've also, it's, to, it's turkey season. They've also got Boss Tom. Special shot for those uh, long beards standing on the end of your gun barrel. So go to BossShotShells.com. They're also starting to copper plate their their pellets. It's going to hold a tighter pattern, and they're not going to charge you any more for that. It's an upgrade, and they're not even going to charge you anymore. They're just going to absorb the cost. That's the kind of company that they are. So go to BossShotShells.com. I can't talk today. Get what you need. And we're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. The leader in spinners. Get the ones waterproof? Oh, definitely. Get the waterproof ones. Got a remote control on them. You can run five to eight of them at a time. LuckyDuckDecoys.com. Look them up. Is the best spinners on the market. If you're going to field duck hunt, you need some spinners. And they've got out uh, turkey. Turkey, turkey full bodies. Turkeys and varmints. So. A varmint call. So look up LuckyDuck.com. Also, we're brought to you by Athlon Optics. Great optics, great glass, clear as a bell. It's what I use when I'm turkey hunting. It's what I use when I'm waterfowl scouting. They also sell scopes, everything else. Athlonoptics.com. Go to them right now. Get what you need. You need good binoculars, but you don't need to break the bank for them. So go to athlonoptics.com. Get them. We're also brought to you by Sea Light LEDs. Light up the sky. Light up the darkness. No more fumbling around in the dark. Put them on your truck, your trailer, your boat. Put them on your house as a security alarm, whatever the hell. Sea light LEDs are the way to go. It's bow fishing time. Put them on them boats. Get out there on that water and shoot you some gar. And you can put them on your trailer for waterfowl season. It's never too early to talk about water and get prepared for waterfowl season. Sea light LEDs, look them up. We're also brought to you by William and Chris Vineyards out of High Texas. It's a Texas wine. Sold at HEB Whole Food Central Market. All those, all those good, uh, good upscale, upscale supermarkets. They're not convenience stores. They're supermarkets. Yes, that's right. Or you can go to williamchriswines.com and you can order them online and they'll ship them to you. 
So you ain't even got to get out of your underwear to get a good bottle of wine. <laughs> get on the internet, order up some Mother's Day's coming up. Not too not too far away. It's next month. It's in May. And we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Been around forever. Home of the Big Honker Lodge. Home of the Big Honker Podcast, which we're doing right here at the Big Honker Lodge. Anyways, look us up. We're going to have some weekday dove specials. That's stanfieldhunting.com. Goose at west, W-E-S-T-E-X dot net. Or call me in the office, 940-658-3172. I answer the phone every day. So call the office, 940-658-3172. And we appreciate you listening to the Big Honker Podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Joe Christenberry. He is the founder of the, how does he say it, Bigfoot? Boyts. Boyts. Bigfoot Organization for Investigating Track and Sightings. Tracks and Sightings. Boyts. But it's uh, Joe Christenberry. He spent four years chasing this elusive creature. We really enjoyed having him on. It was an interesting podcast, to say the least. And... Uh, he answered a lot of questions, so we hope that you enjoy it. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. Hope everybody's doing awesome today. And today on the line, we have Joe Christianberry with Bigfoot Organization for Investigating Tracks and Sightings. Joe, can you hear us? Yes, sir. How are you doing today? I'm uh, doing okay. How about you? We're doing wonderful. It's windy here. Hey, how you doing, Andy? Hey, it's windy here in Texas. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was windy here, but it's kind of settled down now. It's guys uh, clearing off pretty good now. Now you're tracking Bigfoot. Can you track Bigfoot in 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 conditions like this in the high winds, or or when when is the perfect Bigfoot tracking day? Well, um, it uh, really the the weather don't have a whole lot to do with it. Uh, um, because any time really is is you know uh, decent time to do it. It's the weather don't really play a big role in it. Okay. So when did you when did when did all this start? Take us back to the beginning. What was your first encounter with this creature? Well, um, I actually started this organization uh, about four years ago. Uh, I got to, I started watching that show Finding Bigfoot on TV and, and when I saw that it got me interested in wanting to uh, start my own organization and get out there and and uh, look for him myself and uh, but as far as, as me seeing one uh, it wasn't up until maybe about a year ago that uh, I think I seen one over here pretty close to my house uh, one night. I was 
uh, on my way home, and uh, I was driving past this bridge, and as I was going past it on my right-hand side, that's, I seen something big and black standing there. And uh, when it turned around and looked at me, uh, I couldn't see, you know, usually a person in the dark, you know, you can... Uh, when you look at their face, you can see a little bit of a light color. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, especially if there's a little bit of light, you know, it's it's kind of um, up around close to them. But when it turned around, I didn't, I mean, it was just all black from its head to its toe. And it was probably standing about maybe six and a half foot tall, I guess. Wow. And uh, so uh, I when I went past it, you know, my first thought was, now, what in the world was that? You know, I mean, sure. it'd be kind of odd for a human to be standing there on the side of the bridge that late at night in the dark wearing all dark clothes, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, I start, I wished I would have turned around and went back now, and but I didn't. <laughs> so, I just kept going. But. So you spent your whole last four years in search of a Bigfoot. And, and, and you got yeah. one right there for you, and you let her get away. Yeah, let her get away. I, uh, uh, it, it just kind of caught me by surprise when I went, went past it, uh, you know. And uh, I, like I say, you know, later, you know, I regret that I didn't turn around and go back, you know. Uh, um, but then, uh, 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 my other team member, we was down at Bates, Arkansas, and we had, uh, the week before, we had walked back in there while it was dark, uh, a mile or two down, uh, down through the woods there, and, uh, uh, on, on the road that went down through there, and we, uh, I did a Bigfoot howl, and, uh, one of them, uh, responded back. And uh, so the next week we went down there during the daytime, early in the morning, and went even further back in the woods where there wasn't any roads or anything back there. Mm-hmm. And a uh, uh, friend of mine is with me. He he saw one back in there, and he called me over uh, when he did. But by the time I got over where he was, it had been gone out of sight. Now, now what does a Bigfoot howl sound like? Well, they they have really uh, uh, several sounds mm-hmm. to them. Uh, sometimes it'll be kind of a uh, high pitched, real long, drawn out sound. And, Can you do it for us? And, uh, Can you demonstrate that? Yeah, yeah I, I I can. Uh, hold ears. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> And then sometimes they'll they'll do a real low pitch sound, which I can't do that because mm-hmm. I can't get low enough. But we was over. What's it sound like? Different. Just is it a is it well, a real guttural kind of growl that they make? Yeah, yeah, real real kind of uh, guttural sound. Uh-huh. And can you give us an example of, times, of it? Oh well, I don't know that I could. Uh, uh, but but back to, back back to the howl. So you did that. Was this in the day or at night? This uh, uh, when we 
heard this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever you got, the, whenever you got the response, was this during the day or was it at night? Yeah, oh, it was at night when when we heard the response. But now we've we have heard one uh, several times. Uh, actually, during during the night and daytime, uh, the one that uh, we heard over at Lake Shepherd Springs at Fort Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, a little ways from Fort Smith. It had, it was a real low pitch, uh, uh, guttural kind of a sound. Uh, that uh, a lot of times when they make that kind of sound, they're really upset. <laughs> and uh, we was by a cave at that time, and I did a howl, and and uh, we heard it coming toward us, breaking oh. limbs and just coming, you know, making all kinds of sound. But before it started coming, it did one of them real low frequency kind of a uh growls and uh and then it, we heard it come start coming toward us but it stopped uh, before it got to us but we was gonna stand there and wait on it you're nope. a brave man what, what what are you gonna do if it comes up i mean are you gonna try to rope it or shoot it i mean what's well the... i've had a lot of people ask me that when i've had bigfoot meetings i've had them ask me well what would you do if you seen one and i said my answer is always well. It depends on what it would. It, it depends on what it does. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. I mean, do you now, take a gun you, with you? Well, sometimes I do. Uh, uh, there's been times I went out without one, but uh, it's better to take a gun. Uh, sometimes they will get violent. Now, now, did you have a gun the night that that this this thing sounded like it was charging at you? Uh, well, uh, over at Lake Shepherd Springs, this is during the daytime. Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, um, at that, at that time, no, we didn't have a gun with us. I bet you were wishing you but, had one whenever you heard all those limbs. Broken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we was wishing we had one then, but we was going to stick it out mm. and stay there. Well, the, the reason why I was wondering about the gun, I read a report where somebody was kidnapped or they got grabbed by a Bigfoot and they got sexually molested by one. Do you worry about that kind of stuff in the woods? Well, I do worry about them attacking, you know, and getting violent. Uh, I was at a meeting. I did a meeting over at Mulberry, Arkansas uh, here a year or two ago, and there was an older uh, gentleman there that... Uh, Actually, uh, had a, a human. Uh, some of his relatives was in the mountains somewhere uh, over there in Arkansas, and uh, there was one person kind of um, in in the back of the the, the uh, people uh, in well, just kind of lagging behind a little bit, you know. Uh, and there was, uh, uh, I think, four or five. Uh, people there, you know, his relatives, and anyway, all of a sudden they heard uh, the guy screaming, and they turned around, and looked, and they said uh, a bigfoot grabbed the guy and took off with him, and uh, nobody ever saw him again. So, so there's a missing report of someone in Arkansas that's missing that got abducted by Bigfoot. Yeah, and I don't know about you know if it's if they actually filed a missing report i just know that uh you know from what i from what i understand from the what i've been told they never saw him again wow after that so uh 
Now, in in your research, are 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 these? Uh, do you call them Bigfoot? Do you call them Sasquatch? What do you like to call them? Well, I usually call them Bigfoot. Okay. But they they go by different names, okay. just depending on you know where you're at. So, in your research, will these Bigfoot will they eat a person? So the uh, the person that got taken, I mean, do you think he turned into a meal for this Bigfoot group? Well, no, I have heard of uh, an occasion where somebody had got taken by a Bigfoot, and uh, and they uh, the Bigfoot's kind of uh, well took them to where they was and just kind of uh, held them there, you know, mm-hmm. for a week or two, and then uh, the person kind of waited until the right moment, and they did get away. Mm-hmm. I have heard of a case where that has happened, but in Russia, I don't know if you have heard of that story, but the nine hikers in Russia, that eight of them got killed that kind of point toward a, a Bigfoot being uh, what killed them. Uh-uh. I don't know if you've heard that. I hadn't, I had, we hadn't heard that. Why don't you share that with us? Okay. Uh, in 1959, uh, or 58, 1958, there was uh, nine hikers went to uh, a mountain called uh, Ural Mountains in Russia, and uh, one of them, uh, before the, anything bad happened, he had decided to go back uh, to, to base camp, but the other eight stayed there, and later... Uh, the the eight hikers was found uh, about a mile away from where their tents was, and they was all mutilated. They wasn't. Wow. Uh, they was all dead, and they didn't have any claw marks or scratch marks or anything on them. Uh, but uh, they was just mutilated. One of them had their tongue pulled out. Oof. One of them had their eyes pulled out. Jesus and. Uh, some of them had crushed ribs, and uh, inside the tent, when they looked in the tent, uh, they was uh, the inside the tent. They had made cuts from inside the tent. Uh, forensic scientists studied the tent, and they determined that the cuts was made from the inside of the tent, and it was facing the direction of where the forest was. And inside one of the tents, uh, one of the hikers, one of the last pictures that they, the hikers, that hiker had took in, in his camera was a picture of a Bigfoot that was behind some trees looking at him really? in the wood. Wow. Yeah. And matter of fact, one of the hikers uh, in their diary that they found in the tent, they had wrote in their diary the snowman does exist, which in Russia, the snowman is another name for Yeti, which is the same thing as a Bigfoot. My goodness. So, so the, the Bigfoots are a, seem to be a pretty violent person because someone has been sexually molested. You you knew a guy that got okay, taken man. away that's disappeared, and then in Ru- and you go out there without a gun. Are you a big guy? I mean, you can be- no, no, I'm not. I, uh, uh, I know it wasn't a good idea to do that, but. Uh, uh, but I, I have started to, you know, carry a gun now when I go out there. Uh, but there has been a few times that I went without one just because I wanted to, 
just go out there so bad and look. Now I didn't use my brain too well. <laughs> back back to uh back to the time that this this Bigfoot charged y'all. Did you go after you realized that it was not going to come all the way to you guys? Um, after after a certain amount of time, did you go out and look for for tracks and broken limbs and everything? No, we didn't. Whenever uh, we like I say, we kind of stood there and waited on it to see if it would come right. actually to us. But right before it uh, got to us, we're I mean, it, it stopped, you know, just before it got within sight of us, it, it stopped, and uh, we didn't really hear anything after that, and so, uh, and we was down there in the same area uh, another time, and uh, we heard from two different directions, we actually heard something, now we don't know for sure what it was, because we didn't actually hear a howl or, or anything, but uh, we heard from two different directions. We actually heard something walking toward us, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> we was uh, a little bit nervous at that point too. <laughs> but uh, it never did. We never did actually see what it was. But it, it happened within the same area. But but the, but the time that this Bigfoot stopped short of coming into the clearing where you guys are. Yeah. A- after you realized it wasn't going to come any further, you guys didn't go. Uh, where you heard the noises from? No, actually, we we didn't. Uh, we we probably should have, but uh, but we didn't that day. Are you? Were you scared? Well, uh, we was a little nervous. Sure. But, you know, to, to actually go in the thick of the woods there and and uh, <laughs> uh, do that. But uh, if you know, looking back on it now, I wish we would have. Well, you know, uh, I mean. I, I can understand where you're at. You've got a pissed off Bigfoot that's, you know, doing everything to let you know that he's the he's the bull of the woods yeah. in there, you know. Yeah. He he, he might have been cutting you a break by stopping short. So I you know, yeah. you might have made the right decision. And actually, uh the the cave that we was by at that time, uh, when when we're talking about here when we heard it coming toward us, there was like three or four caves up on this uh, rock bluff right there where we was. And what we got to thinking was when, when I done that howl, he might have realized that we was right there uh, next to them caves, and one of them caves could have been where he stayed. So it might have been what made him mad. I don't know. Why, aren't you going, why don't you go in the caves and go get him? Well, <laughs> we did actually go into one of them. Mm-hmm. One of the caves, but the, was there evidence like, of a Bigfoot in there? No, no, we didn't actually see evidence of a Bigfoot. Now there was markings on the wall uh-huh. of the cave, uh, and uh, in the very back of it, there was something—some two big, heavy rocks that was stacked at the very back that almost looked like a chair. That kind of a big one that was laid flat, and one that was laid on top of it. At the at the back of that rock, kind of like a you know a, a chair would be, but uh, we didn't actually see any uh, any signs of a bigfoot being in there at that point. Uh, I was at the back of the cave. This is something unusual that happened. I was in the back of the cave, and my friend uh, he started taking pictures of uh, four or five pictures of me in the cave. And uh, one of the pictures that he took, 
was me at the back of the cave, and when we got the picture developed, there was a big round orb. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Mm-mm. A round, round, round what orb. What, what, what does that symbolize? Well, I've heard that it could symbolize, you know, the spirit of something, oh. uh, maybe a dead person or something. But now, I, I'm not sure what, but I know in the picture there's a big white orb, and in the rest of the pictures there wasn't. Right. It was th- just one picture that had the orb in it. Do you think Bigfoot, you know, transitioned or whatever it is into this orb maybe? That's just a spirit? I don't think so. I know. I don't think there's any connection at all with so, that. <clears throat> so the two big, the two large rocks that are in this cave, um, do you think that a Bigfoot could have moved those into the cave? Do you think you think I, that's I, what they were? I think it, it might have been a possibility, and I really think that uh, uh, that probably uh, my guess was that he lived in one of them caves. Right. But that's, and I think that's probably why he was upset. Because you, because you were so close to his cave. Why don't you go yeah. back into it then? Get your group of guys. Well, we we plan on it. We we plan on Sunday going back to that spot. Uh, we talked about that here recently, going back up there and and uh, doing some more investigating and all. Um. So when you when you were watching this this Bigfoot show that first gave you the inspiration to start your own uh, Bigfoot club. Yeah. Had, had there been a lot of uh, had there been a lot of accounts in your areas of Bigfoot? Had you heard had well, you, had you heard of Bigfoot growing up in this area? Not not in this area. Uh, I used to think though that uh, when I started watching that show, mm-hmm. because I think these people lived up around California, I think uh, in that area, and I used to think that well, you know. Uh, that's probably the only place you'll find a Bigfoot is maybe in California or Washington in the mountains. And But then I started realizing, uh, once I got this organization put together, I got to realizing that uh, they're everywhere. I mean, they've been seen in all 50 states. Wow. And uh, they, uh, anywhere where there's, they can find shelter, food, and water, uh, you got a chance to find one, so it don't have to be on a big, tall, high mountain. I mean, they could be just anywhere where there's them three things. No, what what does their diet consist of? Well, they their favorite thing is deer, uh, and they love deer, but they're they're meat eaters, and uh, they'll eat any kind of uh, game really: deer, hogs, chickens. Uh, and they do like green apples. Green apples. Now, now how, how do you yeah. know this about the green apples? <laughs> well, uh, the reason I know this is a friend of mine that lives in Mina, way back in the mountains back there, he, he said that uh, uh, it got to where they was coming up on his property all the time. And uh, he said, uh, so he, he, uh, he started leaving out green apples out there for him, just as a... Uh, just to see if they liked them. Mm-hmm. And he said, boy, they started coming up all the time then, even more, and getting them green apples and taking off with them. And one of them got close enough one time that uh, he snapped a picture of it when it turned around with his cell phone, and he showed it to me. And you would be amazed how human they look in the face. Really? They look almost really. like a person. 
Yeah, actually, in the face, they look more like a person than than an ape. You wow. know, but they but they got hair growing all over their face. Sure. Now, have you put this, uh, have you shown this photograph to anybody? Oh, well, I don't have the photograph. He, he just showed it to me on his cell phone right. uh, one time. But uh, uh, I do have pictures of footprints that I have found. I've actually got one footprint I found in a town close to here that you can plainly see uh, four toes coming out of it. It's a human-sized footprint except it's got four toes instead of five so so big the big feet they only have four toes they don't have five toes like like humans now some of them do some of them some of them some of them even have three toes really yeah it it just depends because some of them sometimes they'll they'll get hurt they'll get injured on their foot and lose a toe so sometimes i've seen pictures of three four and five toes wow so yeah. All this is taking place in Arkansas. Oh no, it's it's all over. But I mean, your your chase uh, your chase team is in Arkansas, right? Oh, in Arkansas and Oklahoma. Arkansas. Uh, the picture of the four toes was found over here in Oklahoma. So how how wide of an area do you hunt in? How many how many I, miles do you think it is? Oh, I, I've I've been probably as far as uh, oh maybe. Um, from my house, maybe a span of maybe 150 miles uh, out. Right. So, so what leads you to a new area? What What makes you go hunt in that area? Well, uh, I just kind of use my instincts, you know, and and uh, I try to find some place that uh, that there is a lot of cover and and some kind of water, like a creek or river or lake or something uh close to where where that is because you know they it don't and it don't have to be way up on high on the mountain you know because they're uh they're gonna they're gonna stick somewhere pretty close to water you know so it's gonna have to have some kind of water there right now i'm I don't know nothing about Bigfoot hunting. Do you, Andy? We've never been. Have you Bigfoot hunted? No. We've we've never done anything like this, but we hunt, and it, it seems to me like, why don't you go hunt in that apple orchard? Uh, well, uh, it, it would be a possibility, you know, because like I say, as long as there's some, some kind of shelter, uh, food and water, you know, there's a chance to find one. So, um, you know, it, they're 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 uh, more common than what people think they are. But but at, at the same point, they're like ninjas out there in the woods because they they know how to get around out there without being seen. Sure. I mean, because they live out there, so they're you know they know how to do that. <laughs> do, they, do they travel in family groups, or I mean, are they just sometimes? Have you seen family groups ever, or heard, do you know heard, anybody heard of a family group? I, I hadn't seen personally a family group. Now I do have. I have talked to witnesses that uh, uh, have seen them uh, in family family groups, uh, juveniles with uh, adults mm-hmm. uh, traveling together. And I know one case over here in Hebner where uh, a mail, mail carrier was uh, driving down the the, the uh, mountain road down there and. 
when they came around the curve, there was a juvenile out there in the road, and before they got to it, there was an adult came out and got it and uh, went went back into the woods with it. Now, the gentleman that was feeding them the apples, how many how many big feet? Is it big feet? Is that the plural of, of Bigfoot? I guess I think it's just Bigfoot. How many How many Bigfoot did he count on his property? The the one that was feeding well, the he apples. Did, he didn't really give me a number, but he right. just said uh, that uh, after he started leaving out them green apples, that uh, there was uh, he had them all the time, just coming up there and getting them apples. And he said uh, he said it wasn't it wasn't uncommon at times for him to be sitting there in his living room and one would come and look in the window at him. Oh, no way. At his house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know that I would enjoy that. You ought to put your, yeah. you ever thought about trapping at that guy's house and trying to trap one? Because well, I bet you you'd get a million dollars if you got one trapped, I bet you could sell it for a ton of money on eBay. Oh, yeah. You, I'm sure you could. But, uh, you know, I've had people ask me at my Bigfoot meetings, well, why hadn't anybody caught one? And I'd just say, well, let me put it to you this way. You know, if uh, uh, if you're brave enough to go out there and try to capture an animal that weighs seven, 800 pounds mm-hmm. and stands about seven foot tall, then more power to you. Right. You know, you go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, do, you, do you utilize uh, trail cameras and everything? Do, do you find uh, do you find that to be helpful? Uh, I do have a trail camera. Uh, I, I, the thing the thing about trail cameras, though, I know of a case where a man uh, suspected a bigfoot being on his property. He had mm-hmm. several acres out out in the woods and and real real uh, uh, a lot of trees and, and mountain area. And he put out uh, for thirty, uh, thirty or thirty-five years, uh, put ten trail cameras out there in different spots. Mm-hmm. And in them thirty-five years, uh, there was only twice that he actually uh, came up with with a picture uh, off them trail cameras of of a. And so uh, the thing about it is, and I've heard other people say this, Bigfoots are smarter than what people think they are. And uh, I think they actually know what a trail trail camera is. Right. And I think a lot of times they avoid them because they know what they are. Sure. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you got you got to you got to imagine, you know, nobody has has ever really, you know, we, we don't have a body of a Bigfoot yet. So that really implies that these things uh are a master of their craft and their craft happens to be hide being and elusive hide and seek exactly so you know they 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 see this foreign object strapped to a tree well uh you know they 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 probably know not to or the, or they you know they they don't know what it is and they don't go around it exactly and and uh, you know like I say they're they're a lot smarter than people give them credit for and I think a lot of it is because and I know a lot of people would probably think, you know, I'm I'm off the deep end here, but uh, I I believe that they actually have a lot of human uh, DNA mm-hmm. in them. I, I mean, I think they uh, they're they're they have a lot of humans uh, of a human side to them, and what people think. Uh, so let me ask you this: how old how old are you? 
I'm uh, 63. 63, and you've been chasing Bigfoot for four years? About four years, yeah. And how, how big a team do you have? How many what? How many members are on your team, your Bigfoot chasing team? Well, actually, uh, primarily there's just me and one other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, there's there's just not that many people that uh, has a strong belief in them being real. And, and so when I ask somebody to be on my team, I want it to be somebody that really has a strong conviction about uh, believing in them, you know, and so you don't run across too many people that are like that. You you find a lot of non-believers? Oh, a lot of them, but, you know, uh, it don't really bother me, you know, if people don't uh, believe that they're real, then, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and I don't, uh, you know, talk bad about them or anything, I mean, that's their opinion, and, uh, you know, they've got their opinion and I've got mine, so. Do, do you ever try to show these non-believers, do you ever try to show them the, the evidence that you've acquired over the years? Yeah, yeah, I do. And, uh, uh, you know, at my meetings, uh, one of the most uh, uh, popular things that I hear when I do a meeting is, is uh, I've had so many people say, well, tell me, they'll say, well, you know, I've been out in the woods all my life, and I've never seen one, and and here's what I have to say to them people. Uh, you know, so many people think just because they spent so much time out in the woods, well, that makes them an expert on everything that goes, goes on out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because a person hasn't seen it don't mean it ain't out there. Right. Don't mean it ain't real. And but but so many people think just because they hadn't seen it, well, it can't exist. Uh, now the belly ache wasn't discovered until two thousand seven. The what? And the belly ache. What is this? What is that? Well, that's an ache that weighs three hundred pounds that lives over in Africa, oh. and it wasn't discovered until two thousand seven. You know, right? And so that just shows you that. I mean, sometimes it takes. A long time for science to recognize, you know, something that is out there that that maybe they just don't recognize yet. Sure. So you, you I'm assuming you're a retired man to have all this time? Yeah, I am. You're retired. Yeah. So so let's say that me and Andy are driving out here and we see a Bigfoot. Do we, can we call yeah. you and you'll come out here and investigate it? Well, uh, it, it depends. It, it depends on where, where it would be. Now, if it's somewhere around, around close enough that, you know, uh, don't take that long to, I mean, you know, as long as I don't have to drive a, a day to get there or something, you know, uh, it just kind of depends on where it's at. But, uh, uh, I have went out when somebody had told me about it starting, you know, I have went to that location and, and, uh, uh, look, look, look around, and and uh, just kind of depends on where it's at. Now, I want to go to your to these meetings that you have. Um, what is that like? Do you advertise that you're going to be hosting a, a Bigfoot meeting, and who shows up to these things? Yeah, uh, what I do is usually put out flyers of where I'm going to have it, which mm-hmm. usually is in a restaurant of some type. Mm-hmm. I put out 
put out flyers in that town and around that town. And uh, then when I have a meeting, I'll tell the uh, information about Bigfoot to uh, start off with. And uh, and then uh, sometime during the meeting, and of course, I have pictures and evidence of, uh, you know, Bigfoot that I show at the meeting that I have up there for people to look at. And then uh, sometime during the meeting, I give them a chance to, uh, you know, if there's somebody there that has had a sighting, I give them a chance to tell their uh, story about what they've seen. And uh, so. Now, who 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 primarily shows up to these meetings? Is it mostly people that don't believe in Bigfoot, or is it some, or is it mostly people that have had an experience with a Bigfoot? No, actually, I think three-fourths of the time, it's it's people that uh, that are more believers than non-believers. Uh, but you got, uh, you know, there's probably about a fourth of people that are kind of riding the fence or else just real skeptics that are just coming because maybe their wife or their husband wants to go or their kids or something. You know? What? Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. What What do you think? Why Why is there not more video evidence of Bigfoot? I mean, everybody's got a cell phone day nowadays. Mm-hmm. How, how come we don't see any, you know, new video or anything? Well, um, here's the thing. Uh, see, there's so many people that actually have seen one mm-hmm. uh, or have evidence that they. Uh, matter of fact, I know of a. Uh, a uh, case or two that uh, people I've talked to that has told me that uh, they have have uh, seen a Bigfoot or they have evidence proving uh, a Bigfoot is real, but but they don't want people to know because they think the people are going to look at them and think of them as being crazy. Right, I can and see so, that. So a lot of people are just real. You know, they know, but they don't want to be ridiculed by other people and, and uh, called crazy. And so a lot of them just don't uh, speak out, you know, and say anything about it. I know several uh, cases like that. And then, uh, uh, so, you know, that's that's uh, that's part of it. And, and I have actually seen several videos of a Bigfoot. Uh, in the United States and in Russia too, mm-hmm. several real clear videos of a Bigfoot that uh, has been caught on video camera. That Patterson Gimlin video is a real good one in the United States. It was taken in West Creek, California, in 1967. Is a real good video. But what, that, that's the one where the gentleman was on the horse and saw it uh, in the creek. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. video, and that video is is a really good video, but. Don't you think what that's fifty years ago, right? That someone else would well, have had some good video between now and then. Well, uh, I actually have seen uh, several good videos of a Bigfoot in the United States that uh, was taken in the United States. I've seen se- several of them, good videos. Have you thought about using uh, a drone ever? Yes, I have, and uh, you know, as soon as I can afford to get a drone. Uh, I'll probably get one as soon as I can afford to. Um, that, that uh, yeah, go ahead. That 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 Patterson video. Um, what has it been debunked though? I th- I thought something came out not too long ago of the the guy 
admitted to to staging the hoax? Well, I've heard that too, but I've actually heard more evidence proving that it it was real than matter of fact, uh I I tell you uh some facts about that. Uh, mm-hmm. scientists actually studied that video. I mean, I'm not talking about people, you know, just your average Joes or, or just somebody off the street. Scientists sure. uh real scientists have studied that video. And they have determined that because of the uh, proportions uh, of the bone, like the, say, the knee to the foot or elbow to the hand, they studied all that and determined that uh, the the skeletal measurements don't add up to be uh, human. Right. They studied that. And uh, plus, if you watch the video, if you notice on the right leg, as as she's walking through there, uh, that you can see a muscle uh-huh. coming in and out from her thigh. Right, she looked real close. Right, and now this was took back in 1967. Sure, and uh, you know, back then they, I don't think they would have had the technology or the skill to make a suit that was that authentic in 1967. You know, now because. For one thing, you know, if I was going to make a hoax video, Mm -hmm. just hoax a video, how many people would think to make uh, a muscle, make something that had a muscle in the leg coming in and out when they walk? How many people would have actually thought about that? Yeah. And and who would have had the technology to pull that off? Right, exactly. And... uh, and there's just so many things, like the way it walks. Mm-hmm. It don't walk like a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the video, its back is bent over as it's walking. And uh, that's not characteristic of a human right. uh, to walk in that manner. And plus, you always got to look at it like, you know, if I was a person wanting to fool this Patterson and Gimlin, guys, if I was wanting to fool him and I'm sitting behind a tree, have this suit on. As as they're coming down through there, I'm going to see that they have rifles with them. And you'd either have to have a death wish or be awful stupid to walk out in front of somebody carrying a rifle wearing a suit like that, well, a costume like that. The, the, the story I heard, the story that I heard that said it was a hoax said that Patterson was in on it, said that, that this was orchestrated yeah. between two guys. So, you know, he, right. he's not going to shoot his buddy, I don't think. It, Patterson has passed away, hasn't he? Yes, uh, right. Patterson has. Of course, now, you know, you have to go back to the fact that, you know, scientists that studied the video and yeah. determined the bone proportions don't add up, plus the, the muscle. And, you know, there's just so many things to me point to uh, to it being a real creature. Right. You know? Okay, let's. you talked about Patterson and the suit and all that stuff. Yeah. What's the what's your end result? I mean, do you, do you want to catch one? I mean, what do you want to communicate with one? What what's your goal here? Well, my my goal is to is is to come up with enough evidence that people can 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 look at that and say, okay, you know, I mean, I hadn't seen one, but due to this evidence, I mean, I I believe because of that that. That they're real and 
there's just too much evidence that proves that they are real for to not believe it. Well, wouldn't a dead one be the best, or a live one be the best thing you can do is to shoot one or to capture one alive? It would be the best best evidence. Uh, there, uh, there actually has been, uh, like over at Homebody, Oklahoma, uh, in the past there was one shot. There a couple of hundred shot one out there. But uh, here's the thing. Uh, more than likely, if you see one Bigfoot out there, there's going to be a couple more somewhere around fairly close. Right. Uh, they hardly ever travel just by themselves uh, without, you know, being within hauling distance of another one. Hardly right. ever. Uh, so when they shot this one over there, before they could even get to it, there was another one came out of the woods and got it and took off with it. So one Bigfoot hauled it. Why didn't they shoot it? Well, I guess they was afraid if they did, they, you know, they... Have well, a whole tribe I mean, on I'm, them. I'm sure it kind of stunned them because sure. you would think if you shot one, all you got to do is go get it. But they probably wasn't expecting another one to come out and pick it up and take off with it. So I'm sure it kind of... Uh, do they get video they of this? <laughs> uh, Do they get video of them shooting it or anything? Oh, video of it? No, I don't think it was video taken of it, but uh, that, that was a story I heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, your odds of, of, of seeing a Bigfoot and shooting a Bigfoot, you know, are very, very slim. So I'm sure, the, the you know, that, that there's no possibility in their mind that they'd see a second one, you know. Right. Well, you know, there's a guy in New York State that has one in his freezer, supposedly, that, that's been there since the 50s. Do you know about that? You know, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, his dad supposedly had one. He's got the head of it frozen in his freezer. Is he not turning it over to anybody? I don't know. There's big mystery there. I mean, huh. we, we've I've had some friends that said they've seen some stuff and heard some stuff, but yeah. I just, I, I, I can't believe if you really want to find one, you don't go to your buddy that's got them peeking in his house and set up cameras right there at his house and shoot one. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I just, uh, of course, and and two, I mean, they're they're pretty tough animals. You'd have to have a pretty powerful gun, I'm sure, to actually kill one. But, uh, sure. um, uh, I, and I believe really that you know when one of them does die out in the woods, I really think that. Uh, that, that they're human enough uh, that they actually bury their own dead mm-hmm. when they when they find one. How big a colonies do you think they live in? Like ten, twenty, a hundred? I mean, what do you think? I I don't really think so. Uh, I mean, like I say, they've been seen. I know in Huntington, Arkansas, there's been three different occasions where they've been seen traveling in family units over there, close to that town. How big? How big a family units is? It? How many? How many are in these groups? Is there half a dozen, two dozen? What is it? No, uh, what I was told was it was like one or two juveniles and, uh-huh. and one or one or two adults. Okay, so so like a family group almost. Yeah. Was it a big, yeah. big group of people that saw them, or just one person by themselves? Um, I think it was. Well, uh, I'm not sure about that. I just know that. Uh, there was three separate occasions where they they'd been seen like that, small ones with some big ones. Now, how far is this area from where you're at? Have you hunted in this area? 
You mean uh, Brown, Texas? No, no, no. The area that you're that you're describing. Huntington, here. Arkansas. Huntington, Arkansas. Oh, in Huntington. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, it's not too far from here. I mean, it's probably about an hour's drive from where I am. Have you investigated these uh, these accounts? I, I had I hadn't went over there and looked at that because I tell you I hear of so many sightings mm-hmm. uh, that. Uh, you know, I, I, did, I hadn't retired. I mean, I just retired last August. And before that, my job basically kept me from doing very much uh, research and uh, and actually field investigations because of my job had me kind of tied down. So, uh, but now that I'm retired, you know, I'm going to have the time to more to get out there and, and uh, check out things. But, uh uh, there's. I've just uh, been told about so many sightings. Sure. It's hard to get around to, to all. Of them. <laughs> is, is your family real supportive of you in this? Do they all are they all believers? Well, actually, I'm. Not, I'm. Uh, I don't really have a family. I'm not married, and I don't have any kids. So. Uh, so you can kind of pick up and go whenever you're ready to. Whenever you're ready to go track track them down. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, so take yeah. me take me to your first hunt. You're you're, you're watching Finding Bigfoot, and uh, you know you think that there might be something worth investigating here. What was your first hunt like? Did you did you get any any response in your calling, or what did you what all did you do on your first hunt? Yeah, actually, my first hunt uh, I think was over at uh, Poto Mountain uh, over by Waldron. Now, there's uh, I can tell you a lot of. Uh, things that has went on around Poto Mountain. That's a real hot spot uh, over in this area for, for Bigfoot sightings and, and things going on. But uh, my first uh, hunt was probably over there on that mountain. And uh, a friend of mine had told me that uh, him and his boy was up there and uh, on the side of the mountain and said uh, they was back in there quite a ways and on the road, and he said, uh, uh, his boy said, uh, Dad, can I do a Bigfoot call? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, yeah, go ahead. And so evidently his boy must have been pretty good at it because as soon as his boy done that call, they heard some, I mean, just a huge racket of something coming down the, the mountain there mm-hmm. uh, in between where they was and, and their house. But they had to go past this spot to get to their house. Oh no! On the road, and said all of a sudden when he did that house, it uh, man he heard the office racket of something coming down the mountain there uh, toward the road. And uh, about that time, his dogs took off running toward that sound. Uh-huh. And uh, when 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 the uh, the dad heard heard that racket, he said, "Son." We better get out of here. And uh, so they got in their truck and took off down the road. And sure enough, when they come to that area that they heard that noise, when they come by that, they looked over there to the right, and uh, uh, they seen two Bigfoot standing there. Said one of them had the tail of the dog holding it up oh, no. off the ground, looking at it. <laughs> and... Uh, of course, the dog wasn't hurt, but it was just had it sure. picked up, by, it up tail. by its tail. Yeah, and uh, so they drove on past it, and uh, they left their dog. Uh, 
and they yeah they got their dogs back. Oh, it, they it came back later, and uh, but uh, I don't know if the bigfoot was just playing with it or sure. <laughs> you know what it was actually doing. But right down the road from where they was, his girl uh, took the truck. Uh, I don't know if this was before this happened or after, but. Uh, she took the truck and uh, she uh, drove down this road in this little creek there. And as she's crossing that creek, she looked over to her right and she seen a juvenile Bigfoot there in the water at that creek. And when she went by, it stood up and looked at her. And he said that uh, when she got back to where he was, he said uh, he said she was crying and and uh, he said she told him said. I ain't ever going back there again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it affected her enough that she was crying. Mm-hmm. So, my goodness. Now, so yeah, you you would call yourself probably an expert on Bigfoots. I mean, you know a lot more about them than anybody I know. And I'm going to ask you a question. Well, I, appreciate it. I don't. Okay. I don't know a lot about them at all. But right. is, is there any truth? Is that movie Harry and the Hendersons? Is that based on truth, or is that all just made up stuff? Oh, that's made up. Okay, that's all made up. I tell you, I tell you, uh, a movie that is based on fact is uh, the Legend of Boggy Creek. You ever heard of that? I haven't seen that one. Does Dizzy make it? The Le- Legend of Boggy it's, Creek. Yeah, Legend of Boggy Creek. Now that's a old, pretty old movie. Uh-huh. But here's the thing: when I first seen it, I thought, well, you know, I heard of it. I mean, I thought, well, that's probably a movie they made in Hollywood or something. But uh, come to find out. The whole movie is based on true events. Mm-hmm. Wow. And matter of fact, some of the people in in the movie, uh, which I wouldn't even call it a movie, it's more like a biography. Uh-huh. Uh, the same people that's in the movie is the same people that actually happened to. Now, since this is such an old movie, there the the is, is it still? Can you still watch it? It work. Where, where can you find yeah. this movie? You can still find it out there oh, easily. I, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of video stores may may still have it because uh, uh, I mean it was a real popular uh, movie. And uh, matter of fact, the guy uh, one of the situations in the movie uh, happened over at Falk, Arkansas. And uh, how far is that from was, where you are? How far is how far that's is about that? Three hours, oh, okay. or four hours away. Little Ar- and, uh, Arkansas, y'all got that stuff sewn up. Yeah, uh, but in this uh, situation that the movie talks about and, and tells, uh, has part of it about, is uh, the guy and his family lived, living over at Falk, Arkansas, and one night uh, this Bigfoot attacked him. Uh, one, one particular time there when it attacked him, uh, the Bigfoot rushed in through a window to try to grab his, his wife oh. and Mr., but when that happened, he took a gun mm-hmm. and went outside to try to, uh, you know, kill it. And when he did, uh, and this ain't in the movie, but I found this out later, that when he went out there to try to find it, it attacked him. And he spent uh, two weeks in the hospital trying to recover from it. Wow. What yeah. uh, what injuries did he sustain? Well, it didn't really go into to detail about what actually. A lot of it was shock, right. but uh, but he had a lot of bodily injuries too because it did attack him. 
Sure. And he fought his way out, but uh, he did spend two weeks in the hospital. Wow. Do, the, do do these things breed? I mean, do they have a season? They mate? They like humans, or do they go in heat? What's yeah. what's this, what's this, how do they mate? Yeah. What's how's that work? Well, they're 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 yeah, they mate like humans. Uh, so they don't have to go uh, in heat. Do what? They don't go in heat like animals do. Then. Oh, I, you know that part I don't know, but but they do breed. I mean, they they breed like other animals. And uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, just like I, I tell people at my meetings, they have different personalities. Just like people, you know, some people are more violent than other people. You know, some people's real calm and mellow. Well, midfits are just like that. Now, they how, got the same how, kind of personalities. How do you know this? Well, because some of them are violent. Well, like, uh, I know of cases, people I've talked to that said they've been out there and they have uh, came toward them and acted very violent. And then there are some people that uh, have seen them out in the woods and the Bigfoot will see them. Mm -hmm. And the Bigfoot will just look at them for a minute or two and they just calmly walk off. Sure. And some, and, uh, some just like apples. Yep, some like apples. Yeah, that's right. Um, and like the one in Russia, you know, he killed them eight hikers. And so. What about the one in Colorado that sexually molested that guy? What's your answer for that? Some are horny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it right there. Uh, you know, I mean, like I say, they're, they're like people. They got, you know, there's crazy people in the world, you know. I mean, uh, and so there's some crazy bigfoots out there. They got. Just different personalities like people. You imagine being on an elk hunt up there and some Bigfoot comes and grabs you in your sleeping bag, takes you out there and rapes you. Your oh. friends would oh, never believe yeah, you. That, oh, no. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, they wouldn't even believe there's there's a Bigfoot, much less one of them than that, you know. Is that, does that happen a lot? Do they rape people a lot? I, I've actually never heard of that or uh, a taste like that. And I ain't seen it didn't. You know, couldn't happen or didn't, but I've never heard of one like that. But and and if their penis is any proportional size to their body, well, big fella, you gotta you gotta assume they're very well endowed creatures. That's uh, something people yeah. probably don't tell nobody. If you got raped in the woods by Bigfoot, you wouldn't go home and tell everybody that. No, there's, no, that, no. There's probably a whole society of people that that you know won't come forward because they don't think anybody will believe them. How how big exactly. a, how big of a rifle do you think it would take to bring a Bigfoot down? Oh, I, I tell you, I, <laughs> uh, do you think I, a thirty thirty or a thirty out six? Do you think that would do the trick? I really don't. You think it'd be I, bigger? I, don't, I think it'd have to take something bigger. I mean, because you're talking about an animal. All that. See, their their average height is about an average adult is probably anywhere from probably eight to nine foot tall. Wow. Just just an average. Wow. And probably so you're you're probably looking at five, six hundred pounds. You know? My goodness. How uh, how big are the juveniles? Oh, they start out small just like people, you know. See uh you really have to look at Bigfoot's kinda like people because of their personalities, their size, even their hair color. Because I've heard of um, having hair color anywhere from brown to red to black and even silver. Wow. Silver hair, yeah. Um, 
So, so since since you say they're they're so much like a human, would you have a hard time pulling the trigger on a Bigfoot if it did not pose you any threat? If if you just if you see a Bigfoot fifteen yards away from you, and it's simply just checking you out and it's walking away, could you? Are you going to pull the trigger, or what are you going to do in that situation? No, I'm not. It's just like I tell people that ask me. I've had a lot of people say, "Now, when you go on these." Uh, Bigfoot investigations. Can I go with you? Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, but now here's the thing. Now, if you go and you want to take a gun, now here's the thing. I say, now if you're going out there just to kill one, mm-hmm. just just to say, hey, I shot a Bigfoot, then no, I don't want you part of what I'm doing because I'm not about that. When I go out there looking for a Bigfoot, I'm not going out there to shoot one or kill one. Now, you know, if I if I have a gun with me now, if one comes toward me, right. and it's like going to hurt me, then yeah, I'll I'll shoot at it. But right. now, if it just stands there and looks at me, I'm not going to shoot it. You so, know? so you're not uh, your your ultimate goal. You're not out for just a body. Oh no, not at all. No. Jeff here. Jeff just pulled up this article was, uh, of the gentleman that was raped in Colorado. Fifty-seven-year-old man was walking in his hunting cabin on Sunday to see if it had suffered any damage during the winter. All of a sudden, yeah. a large gorilla-like creature dropped from a tree in front of him and punched him in the face. While Mr. Whitaker was trying to recover from the attack, the large humanoid creature began to tear his clothes while letting out some terrifying howls. Them, them howls you were doing, that's kind of, I'm going to rape you howl. That's why they were coming out to investigate. I'm wondering if that's not their breeding yeah. yeah, you were trying to call one up to have sex is what they thought. And then it said Mr. Yeah. Whitaker immediately reported the attack to both the Glenwood Springs Police Department and the Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and a joint investigation has been launched. Whitaker is convinced that the creature attacked him was a Sasquatch, but the but the Colorado Parks and Wildlife they think it was just a hairy man jumping out of a tree to get him. Be a ha- awfully hairy man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't put it to pass to Bigfoot to do something like that, and and a lot of people, uh, a lot of sightings that people have, they'll say I've heard people say, "Oh, well, that was a bear running." Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. People got to understand that a bear. Uh, there, there are occasions where a bear will stand on its hind legs and even walk. Right. But now, I guarantee you, you're not going to see if you see something black running through the woods. It ain't a bear. A bear is not going to run on its hind legs. It may walk a little ways, but it's not going to run. Just on its hind legs, it's not going to yeah. take off. Take off running on its hind legs. No. Uh, no. So, so a big a bigfoot chaser and investigator like you, how how many days a week do you go hunting these things? Do you hunt every day, every other day? I mean, how often oh, are you in no. the woods making calls? Well, um, I tell you, uh, here here in the last uh, well since the first of the year, I've just had so many other personal things going on uh, that uh, uh, I just I hadn't spent. Uh, Probably since the first of the year, I've only been out maybe uh, six or seven times, maybe since the first of the year, because there's been so many other things that have kind of taken priority over right now. But but now uh, I think I'm to the point where I can spend uh, more time out there doing it. So it's just really whenever I get the time to do it right now so at these meetings what what evidence do you do you bring forward for these people to see uh well uh is uh 
a lot of it is is footprints <clears throat> that I have found because I've found several footprints that you can tell are not human. And uh, one particular footprint that we found found up on Cavanaugh Mountain, which uh, I, I I don't think this is even a Bigfoot footprint. This is some kind of animal that uh, I have no clue because a deer a deer footprint will have like two hoof hoof prints in the in the ground. Right. You know, you can plainly see two hoof prints. Well, we found some prints up there that had three hoof prints. Plus, it had like a a regular back end of a footprint next to, to, I mean, right below where these hooves was. Huh. Now, I have no clue, but it can't be a deer, because that that ain't right for a deer. So I I have no clue what this is. But anyway, my meetings, uh, you know, I have footprints of of, uh, Bigfoots, and I have uh, actually pictures of that Patterson Gimlin video, and then... uh, some other footprints that I've actually uh, took off the, the internet, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, and then I've got uh, other things, pictures of, of uh, like shelters. Sometimes Bigfoots will make shelters out in the woods, and I've got some pictures of some I found, and uh, and plus I've got a map of the United States uh, that. Uh, Shows according to the BFRO, which is the Finding Bigfoot show that I started watching. Uh, they, uh, I've got uh, a map that shows the number of sightings, the Bigfoot sightings that has happened in the United States, and the number on each state that I put up there to what, let people. What state has the most sightings? Washington has the most. Washington. Where does Oklahoma yep. and Arkansas rank? Oklahoma and Arkansas rank probably probably uh, a little bit higher than average. Uh huh. Does the yeah, how, but, how many sightings a year do Oklahoma and Arkansas have a year? Do you know that? Uh, in in two thousand, uh, well, now as far as uh, as far as uh, Arkansas and Oklahoma a year, I'd have to do some. Uh, research on that part of it uh, uh right. but uh now uh, um so so washington has 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 the most um yeah. have you reached out to the people of the bfro and, and presented some of your evidence to them no no i, I hadn't uh, see here i don't know if they even uh uh, I don't know if they're even uh, an organization anymore. I, uh, cause I, I used to see them on TV, their show, and I hadn't seen it on TV in a long time. What evidence did they ever, did they ever find a, a definitive answer? Did they ever have any what? evidence that was uh, clearly Bigfoot? Well, here's the thing about that show. See, when I started watching it, I mean, I was very interested just because they was looking for Bigfoots. Right. But then I, the reason I even started this organization is because I thought, man, there's things that they do on that show that I would do entirely different. Uh, like what? You know, if I had my... Well, for instance, if you notice whenever they, uh, in, in any of their shows, when they go to where 
somebody has said, well, I've seen a Bigfoot here. Now, to me, the, the only thing they even do is they'll have one of the people go out there and and stand in that spot, and then they'll ask the person, well, was it taller or shorter than this? Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll get the height of it, and then they're done. That's it. They don't... They don't stay around and look for footprints there. They don't look for hair. They don't look for broken tree branches up high. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just some of the things you need to look for if you're hunting evidence. But they never do any of that. So I thought, man, you know, <clears throat> hey, I want an organization where I'm out looking for evidence and not just how tall it was because I could care less how tall it is. I want some evidence. That's where I'm at. Why don't, why don't you take them to your buddy's apple place where they're looking in the windows? Well, you know, see, he's one of these people that uh, I invited him to, to a meeting before to talk, you know, and tell his story. And he said he don't want to because, you know, people will think he's crazy. They'll start talking about him and you know, think he's off his rocker. And he said, I'd rather just, uh, he said, I'll I'll share with you, and I'll let you come out and look at my evidence, but mm-hmm. I don't want a bunch of people, you know, you know, come, I mean, knowing about it, because I don't want them thinking I'm crazy. Boy, I, I sure wish he would have uh, given you some of those photographs that he's got. Oh, I didn't think so. He won't give them to you? Well, he said I could look at him. He said, oh, you're welcome to come out here and look at it, but yeah. I don't want none of it to leave, because... I just don't want people thinking, you know, that I'm I'm crazy. You ever thought maybe he and, was one of those guys that got sexually assaulted by one? Uh, uh, who knows? I don't know. He didn't mention that, but I've had, uh, not just him, but I've had other people say, well, you know, I'll tell you, but they said, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't speak to this uh, to people about very few people about this because I they'll think I'm nuts yeah you know how many and I was telling how many different I was telling them, well, you, you can tell me because I ain't gonna make fun of you because I, I know the real so um how many different photographs does this gentleman have that that feeds him green apples how many different pictures oh he didn't really tell me he just said he had pictures oh, so you, and, you, uh, ha- you haven't seen the pictures yet well, I, the only one I seen was the one he took uh, took on his cell cell phone. Uh huh. So you, he, he showed me that. Yeah, but, you've seen the one picture. Uh, what was the yeah. What was the uh, creature doing in this photo? Well, it just had his face. I mean, it just showed his face when it turned around, looked at him, he snapped the picture of it. Right. Have you? If people wanted to pay you to take them on these guided trips to find one, would you be interested in that? Uh, sure. Sure. I mean, it looks to me like that's a business opportunity for you. Well, it could be. I mean, I'm sure it could be. Uh, um, you know, and uh, uh, you know, I would be open to, to taking you know people that want to go. Uh, um, I don't know that I, I don't know that I would actually charge him for it because here's the thing: if you start charging for something like that, and you take them out there. And you don't see footprints, you know, or you don't see a big foot, uh, you know, they can say, well, man, you know, I mean, I paid money to come out here and I'm not seeing nothing. I mean, 
Yeah, but the you expectations know? wouldn't be that high. I don't think nobody's really expecting right. to see one. Right. Well, that's true. That's true. But now what I do uh, have that I make money on is my Bigfoot merchandise. I have all kinds of T-shirts and casts and bumper stickers and things. And when I go to my meetings, uh, I sell my merchandise at these meetings and make some money, so... Now the, this this merchandise that you sell um, is it is it available online or, or people have to go to your meetings to get this merchandise? Well, they they really just have to go to my meetings because I don't I don't have a website or or anything on Facebook or anything uh, my merchandise. So they they pretty much just have to come to my meetings. How long do your meetings last? Are they an hour, two hours? Usually about an hour and a half, and that and that inc- and that includes uh, people asking you questions. Right, right, and yeah, at the very end of it, I'll I'll say, does anybody have any questions about Bigfoot that you know I can answer for you? And uh, sometimes they do. So, are what, where, where's your next meeting going to be at? Well, you know, I'm not real sure yet. Uh, 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 right. Uh, right now, uh, I'm kind of, uh, at least uh, for the next couple of days, I'm going to be kind of tied up because of some personal stuff uh, going on here close to home. But uh, um, I, I'm thinking maybe next week uh, sometime I'll probably uh, uh, get out and try to figure out where my next one will be. It'll be in Oklahoma somewhere, I'm sure. Uh and uh, last week I had one at Vianne, Oklahoma, and it had a real good turnout this last uh, Tuesday. How many did you have? Vianne. Uh, there was probably close to, I'd say, maybe 75 people there. Wow. wow. That's, that's a lot yeah. of people. Holy cow. How many, did, were there a lot of non-believers there, or were most of them there people that uh, have seen a Bigfoot? I would say there at that meeting, there's probably half of them that I would say was believers. Because uh, I, had, I had some of them come up to me after the meeting and tell me about sightings that they've had themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to go to one of the meetings. Now, now, do most, yeah. uh, have you had to deal with a heckler yet? Somebody giving you a really hard time at one of these meetings? Yeah, sometimes I have. Uh, like, say, there's, uh, there's a lot of times people say, oh, I've been out in the woods all my life. And, you know, I always say, well, okay, you know, if you've been out there all your life and you hadn't seen a Bigfoot, then evidently, uh, let me tell you some things I've seen. So apparently if you've seen everything out there, then you've seen this, right? And I'll say, have you seen a fox in a tree? Mm -hmm. Uh, I have. Uh, I say, you know, have you seen two albino skunks? Well, I have. Mm -hmm. have you uh, been in a cave and had an orb taken in the picture? Well, I have. That's amazing, so, right there. Yeah. So, now so do, you, did, uh, do you bring ahead. that? Do you bring that picture to your to your meeting? The picture yeah, uh, in yeah. the cave. Yeah, I do. Yeah. An orb is good evidence. Yeah. It, it, I tell you, it was it just floored me when he showed me because three four, he took four or five pictures and that was the only picture that had an orb a perfectly round shape orb and uh, if it was something in the camera it would have been in all the pictures but it wasn't it was just in the one picture now where do you where do you find most of these footprints are they along creek bottoms uh, out in the middle of a field on a trail 
what's the best oh, spot I, to find a footprint? Uh, there's really no... Uh, well, actually, some place where the ground would be soft enough that, you know, if you step on it, it'll, it'll leave an imprint. That's that's really the only thing to look for because I've found them... Uh, uh, the one in, in the curtain that had the four toes, I found it right there next to a strip pit. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other ones I've just found just in the middle of the woods out there. Is it mainly just one footprint, or do you find, like, a whole trail? Sometimes sometimes uh, you can find two or three yeah. footprints. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I've just found the one good print. Now, and that's because... How big is the stride on these things? Whenever you do find the two and three footprints, is is it a pretty big, pretty big, long stride that they have? Um, usually, uh, usually uh, the the stride of one usually is somewhere between seven and eight feet. Usually, wow, some that's better, worse than the NBA guy. Yeah. Um, See, that- that's why when when people say, "Oh, you know, a person made them footprints." Well, if you can make if you can make a step between, you know, six and seven feet uh, for several <laughs> feet, there, you do that, and then tell me that a, a person made that. Yeah. Oh, there, there's no doubt your evidence is amazing. Let me ask you this: <laughs> what what color was your orb? Because you know, colors mean something on them. What color was that orb? Well, it was. Uh, Kind of a, it, it, it was really like a bright white kind of a color, like a white, whitish, mm-hmm. silver. Yeah. That's a, that's a sign that the spirit of the orb is still in the plane and needs help to move on to its next life. Basically, that was a, a, a spirit of a human is what they're saying on the internet for white orbs. Yeah. And now here's something interesting, too. Right below that cave, there was a, a, a big rock that was just kind of standing straight up in the ground kind of a flat-looking rock right below where this cave was. And on that rock, there was some carvings. Really? Different carvings. What, yeah. What were the carvings of? Now, I, I took pictures of the carvings, and I even take them to my meetings and put them up for people to look at. Now, what these carvings mean, I have no idea. I don't know if they was done by uh, Indian, by Vikings, by... Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're 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 not just scribbles. I mean, they're whoever made them purposely made the lines real straight on there and and precise. I mean, it ain't like just you can tell it wasn't like some kids playing around with a knife or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was real mm-hmm. precise so, and several different symbols. So on this, the rock. Th- this cave had a rock outside that had carvings and two rocks on the inside. This is the same cave. Uh, yeah, inside the cave is where this orb uh, was taken in the picture. But but right is this but, is this the same cave that had the two uh, big boulders that were stacked up? Yeah, yeah, same cave. Yeah. The two rocks that look like a chair. Yeah. yeah. Is this in Arkansas? Yeah. Have yeah. you have you talked it to is. the state of Arkansas, the University of Arkansas, about any of this? I hadn't talked to them, but I did talk talk to the park ranger down there because mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty close to where there's a, 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 a what you call it, information center type thing. And I talked to the park ranger there and told him about it, and he said, well, I didn't know it was up there. Wow. Did he go back there with and you that, and look at it? 
No, no, he didn't. But when I found this rock that had the carvings on it, it had been there for a while because it actually had moss growing uh, on on the where the carvings was, and I had to uh, wipe the moss all off of it to even get some good pictures. So it it been there, it's been there a long time. That, that's fascinating. So, how often, when you go out, do you get evidence? Out of, out of ten hunts, what? How many are you going to get a howl back or a, a footprint or, or something like that? What What's the percentage I'll, on that? I would say probably half. I'd probably say wow. half half that time. Wow! So five yeah. out of ten trips, you're getting you're getting a response on the howl. You're catching a footprint or or something else. Yeah, or find in the shelter uh, some kind of uh, lean-to or shelter that looks like they it's been built by them. And uh, how sophisticated or, are these shelters? How can you tell uh, that it was built by Bigfoot? Well, now, now some of them, you know, I, I can't say like you know at my meetings I'll tell them I can't tell you a hundred percent that a Bigfoot made this because I don't have any evidence or proof of that. But I do know that. Uh, uh, sometimes big fish will make shelters that look similar to this. To uh, sometimes they'll make them to to stay in, but sometimes they'll make things like this to just hide behind to wait for deer to come by or, or other animals to ambush them. You know, to kill them and eat them. So, like a blind, they make. You're right. Right. Well, I am. I am blown away. This has been a real learning experience. Yeah. I. Uh, and it's not an easy fight for you because you do have so many skeptics out there that you're having, I'm sure that's a fight all on its own. Well, you know, it don't really bother me now. You know, some people it might, but to me, it, it don't bother me because, like I say, they're entitled to their opinion. And, you know, if they if they don't believe they're, they're real, then, then that's up to them. But I just know for myself, I don't have any doubt whatsoever. But but your your hunting partner he has he has for sure seen a Bigfoot correct? Oh yes, he's actually seen. Uh, we seen one at Bates, uh, Arkansas. He's seen two over at uh, Alma uh, by what they call the Twin Bridges over there. He's seen two of them over there, and he's seen one uh, over here by Bacola. Uh, he's seen a bunch of them. How, how did how did you two hook up together? Did, did, is, is this somebody that you knew forever, or or did you meet through your hunt for Bigfoot? No, actually, we met because I was having a meeting somewhere over in Arkansas, and I don't remember where it was, but uh, I was having a meet, having a meeting over there, and he came to one of my meetings, and we got to talking. Now, is he there with you right now, or did he not make it? No, he's not. There. I told him I. I told him about it, and he said he wouldn't be able to make it today. But uh, but so he's seen he's seen quite a bit. He's seen half a dozen or so. Yeah, well, he's seen he's seen three of them. I know of. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, like I say, I've seen what I think pretty sure was one myself. Uh, but uh, so yeah, so, uh, how can people get a hold of you? You you you. You know, it, for buying your merchandise and everything, or if they wanted to go on a hunt with you, somebody wanted to hunt okay. with you, how do they get a hold of you? I, I guess they just have to call me. Uh, that would well, be the only way I know. Gotcha. Well, if if you don't want to give out your number on air, I understand, but if you do, feel no, free. I, I don't care to. 
Okay, perfect. So uh, if you're in the Oklahoma or Arkansas area, just where do you post the flyers at? Post office? For your meetings. Where do I do what now? Where do you post your flyers at so people know if a meeting is coming to their town? Oh, I usually just post them up uh, like in convenience stores, usually right. places like how, that. How much notice do you give these people? Will you go to I a place a week ahead? I usually give them about a week notice. Gotcha. So you'll go to a place, put up your flyers a week ahead of time, and then you'll come back yeah. in about a week for your for your meeting. Well, if, if, right. you'll, if you'll text me when you're going to have your next meeting, I'll we can sure let them know on the next podcast where yeah. it's going to be at. Yeah. Okay. We could okay. we could sure do that, will. definitely. Yeah, Next your next meeting, whenever you figure out where it's going to be and when, just uh, shoot Jeff a text, and uh, we can announce it on our podcast. Okay, well, I sure appreciate that. Well, I'll sure do that. We really appreciate your time. It's been a fascinating uh, podcast, and, and good luck. When are you going out again? Uh, you mean going out on a hunt? Yes, sir. Uh, it'll probably be next week. Sometime next, next week. Next week, perfect. Do you yeah. have Do you have an area in mind? Is it going to be around your house, or are you traveling for this next hunt? Uh, I'll probably I'll probably travel a little bit. Uh, I've uh, I've got a a couple of places in mind. Uh, uh, one is probably over around. Uh, in that area where I was telling you about that the one was holding up that dog. Yeah. And then uh, maybe uh, either there or I might go over at Bates where uh, we seen one at one time or he, he seen one. My, my two cents would be go to uh, your local grocery store, get a dozen green apples, and go to your buddy's house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, so, so for anybody that listened to this earlier, in case they want to try it at home, could you do the call again, the how call? Okay, sure will. Okay, here it comes. So that is it. That that's that's the howl right there. And if you hear yeah, something I, guttural, I, I usually just let it go out a little longer. But you know, since we're on the phone here, I yeah. usually let it draw it out a little longer. But uh, I even actually have a. A CD that has has Bigfoot or a DVD, I mean, that has Bigfoot howls on it that uh-huh. was taken across the United States. I sell it for a meeting, and and during my meeting, I play that for them and let them listen to it. It's about two minutes long, but howls taken uh, from different places in the United States of Bigfoot. Now, now, do they sound different in different parts of the nation, like different accents, like we have as people? Well, it don't really. Uh, uh, as far as the sound, it don't really matter as far as where they're at because uh, basically, uh, whether it's here or another country, because I could list, I could tell you several countries that uh, they've had sightings in, but uh, it's not really so much uh, what area they're in, it's really their attitude at the time they're doing the howling. Right. determines what they sound like. Well, I didn't know since they were so close to humans. I didn't know if each if each uh, sound, depending on their region, had a different tone or, 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 like, no, or like anything the, like that. Like the ones from the south no. having a little twang to it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah something <laughs> like that. Maybe so. No, it really just depends on you know the their their attitude at the time, whether they're mad or whether they're just doing it to attract another. Bigfoot, because you know they do that in several ways. They'll either do wood knocks or 
Uh-huh. Uh, so, and I have had responses from that too. What What is that? They uh, just knock on the wood. Yeah, what you do is you just get you a board or or something, a uh, uh, heavy stick, and and hit against a good sounding tree about two or three times. And sometimes they'll respond by by uh, picking up a stick or something and and hitting back on a tree to respond to you. Well, you just answered a question that I was going to ask you right at the last minute. We've got a friend that's been on our podcast. He's a he's a predator hunter. And he was out making calls predator hunting, and he's with three other gentlemen, and they come to a creek bottom, and they do this predator call, and he said it's almost instantly off in the trees, they hear whoof, 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 something something big and strong hitting a tree. So exactly, evidence is that that, that was probably a Bigfoot. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I bet it was because that's the way they respond. And I've I've had response to that myself before. I've done a wood knock and had him knock on on a tree responding to me. He's told that story on this podcast, but we, we, you know, you never, until we hear it from the expert, you know, you got to take it for what it's worth. Right, right. And sometimes they'll even knock rocks together, you know. So. Well, I, I I am blown away. I appreciate your time. Your next meeting, please text Jeff so that we can uh, let let people in the area know. Okay, I sure will, and I appreciate y'all having me on. You bet, you bet Joe. Uh, you good, have a good day, sir. Good luck in your findings, and uh, yeah, good luck, man. All right, thank you. Thank See you. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. <sighs> Go ahead. What an hour and a half. <laughs> Now I'm blown away. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm play the devil's advocate here. You had it. You had your chance to play devil's advocate. I did, and I asked. I just, if you really wanted one real bad, would you not go to the guy that had the apples that was looking through his window? That's where I told him to go hunt. And he, I don't. I don't really think he wants to find one. Ah, you know, it's kind of one of those things. When the genie's out of the bottle, what are you gonna do with it? I I I, I don't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It was... I just don't. It was an interesting one. It was an interesting one. I really don't know what to... It was interesting to talk to... I like talking to people. Absolutely. It was interesting to listen. Everybody else is going to listen. They're going to be interested too, but just... I don't think he really, really wants to catch one or find one. You know, he had evidence. Uh, You know, there's something charging him. my mind says whenever things kind of calm down, go back to that area and look for evidence. Um, I mean, if I really wanted to find one and he had all this deal where they're sure, at, see him, I'd sure. be right on it. I'd just go to that guy's house and sit in his, you know, sit next to the guy. And If he didn't like it, I'd be on his neighbor's yard watching. watching. Right. So he might, you know, uh, like I said, sometimes chasing things are better than actually uh, catching them. Well, Bigfoot is the world champion at hide and seek. So He's given us clues, though. You can do the howl. You can do the wood knock. There, there's lots of signs out there of uh, of a Sasquatch. Can you imagine the cop in Colorado that took that report from that guy that was no. sexually assaulted no. by a big I can't. <laughs> Attempted rape is, I think, what the article said. So, Well, you know that guy's slinging some meat, too, and seven foot tall. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum of seven feet tall. Well. I've seen what I thought was a Bigfoot one time. Oh, I seriously did. Mm-hmm. Tony left a bar with this gal one time, <laughs> and she looked like fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. 
Well, um, there is everything in the woods to see. We've talked about Bigfoot sure, before. There's sure. people see stuff, hear stuff. I just, I'll never say there's never nothing there, but with all the game cams and all that stuff, I just. But like he said, you know, you got to assume that they're pretty intelligent. So. Drones. Why would you find one? But then again, you remember Tim Wells? They saw something. I saw the video of that. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, something fuck, there. I forgot to bring that up to him. Son of a bitch. But he saw, I mean, Tim and them got a video of this thing, oh, and I saw the video, absolutely. and he, he and, and Tim says, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say it's this, and I'm not going to say it's that, but, sure. and I've seen the video. You can YouTube it up on Tim Wells Bigfoot, and it shows you a video yeah, of that. Yeah, no, 100%. And it gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. But I just, I don't. Legend I, of Boggy, I typed in the Patterson film. I was going to look up uh, the specifics on it, and the first thing that popped up, first movie. Legend of Boggy Creek, 1972. So Harry and the Hendersons wasn't a real show? Go figure. Uh, Yeah, I could have sworn. Now, look at me honestly. I want you to look at me (laughs) when I ask you this. I'm not looking at you. Okay. If that guy lived around our town or something, you don't think I'd have me some fake (laughs) footprints made up and go stamping in the snow and shit? Well, I mean, the problem is you got to, I guess you could do it and then tell them. Tell them that they're there. But. You know, you know, people. When he seventy-five people, I was impressed by that. That's a lot of people. And, and I'm going to tell you, he's probably right. Half the people there are believers, and the other half are not. They'd be like mm-hmm. me. But I would like to go just listen to the stories. Absolutely. But people, it's the same with UFOs. If you had a UFO meeting somewhere, people that have seen something, there's mm-hmm. going to be a bunch of people that see stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I know some people that have said that they saw something that I take for their. I mean, they're right. You know, college educated. Uh, professional people, well respected, that don't bullshit, mm-hmm. and people like that, they tell you something, and they they saw something. Yeah, but I just there's just no hard evidence on the deal. Yeah, yeah, they, I mean, there's really not. But yeah, I think that there there there's been times I've seen that I've been out there and I can't fully identify what I saw. My mind doesn't always go to hey, that was a Bigfoot, but there's been times where there's some thick ass brush out there too. Sure, places. absolutely. You know, there there was. You know, I mean, same same as mountain lions in our area. We no confirmed mountain lion, but there's been plenty of times where people have seen something. But it's that fast. That's right. That's exactly right. It's I've seen a mountain get. lion a couple of different times, but it's just been bam. It's not. I can't say for sure. Well, I know that's what it was, but I know that's what it is. But I right. so. But that was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> I would like to go to one of these meetings. I bet it's an interesting group of people in there. Yeah. And the thing is, there's some people that have seen something that aren't going to go to that meeting. 100%. Because they don't want to be in town to think they're fucking crazy. Just like he said. Just like he said. So. Well, we sure will be way off the, straight off the waterfowl hunting deal today. That was fun, though. That was. That's, I've been wanting to get a Bigfoot guy on for a long time. And that guy truly believes that in everything, and he believes in himself. And Hmm. I just, I still, I'm still kind of in shock of this whole podcast today. I mean, because you know, you hadn't seen two albino skunks. I have not. <laughs> I have not. I've not seen one albino skunk or a fox in a tree or an orb in the cave. No, nope. that's the deal. Would you not go in the cave if you really want to find out? <sighs> you're a hunter. If you're hunting something, you're going to go to where that some bitch is at. I, I just do you not? Not if my fucking life depends on it. If if I'm lion hunting in the Sahara, but you're hunting, you're going to go try to find one. That's what you're wanting to do. You're going on a yeah, hunt. Yeah, but but if somebody says, okay, the lion's in that cave, go get it. I'm not going in there. 
no matter how much I paid that motherfucker to shoot that lion. You it would, ain't happening. You would attempt to kill the thing. That's what you're doing. You're going on a hunt. But he he he, he said, you know, he's not out there for, for a body. Imagine in the middle of the night, them two guys, no gun, something tap them on the back of the shoulder. <laughs> no way. Now, I'm not going to go traipsing through the woods in Arkansas in the middle of the night without no, no. weapon. I can tell you that ain't no. happening. Mm-mm. And I, I think a lot of sightings in places are bears. I really do. Could be. Could be. Well, uh, hopefully he keeps fighting the good fight. And and I will share with y'all. He texts me the next meeting. We will yeah. share it. And I would love for someone else that listens to this. Somebody in Arkansas. Asher Tolliver, you're an Arkansas guy. A Tolly. Yep. You need to go to this meeting and let us know what's happening here. This is your home state you're proud of. Arkansas is the natural state. I think that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. So natural, even Bigfoot live there, move there. All right, well, that is it. Still speechless here. Uh, have a good one.